What up, what up, and welcome back to Season 6, Episode 1 of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. We are in the building, baby. As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. You say Season 6? Episode 1, we are back, baby. Oh. Welcome to the fucking show. That's right. That's right. It's new, new. It is. Very it's new. new, new. Very new. You don't get any newer than episode one of anything. It's, it's That's about as new as you get. Now, it's season six, episode one. So I guess technically it's not new, 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 but it's still new, right? So it's the first episode of six seasons. So we, we're, 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 we're starting year six. And we're back with a vengeance, baby. Welcome, my friend. What's up, man? How you doing? Ooh, buddy. Yeah. You know what's not new? What's not new? Me traveling. No, you're back. I, I had a busy week, but it's all right. And I'm excited to be here. It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Ski. Yes. A.k.a., you know... What they like to call the Central Valley Elon Musk, you know what I mean? <laughs> is, that, is that what they like to call you? Yeah, the that's Central what they call me. Valley Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You see, Elon Musk is—they're uh, making a giant truck now for uh, Tesla. Did people you see call that? people call you Forty the Bay Warren Buffett. Yeah, in the Central Valley. <laughs> Elon, Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, dude, he was on Joe Rogan and he brought the truck. So they made a Tesla truck. And Joe Rogan is like, I read it was bulletproof. And he goes, yeah, it is. It's bulletproof, obviously, except for the glass. He's like, we could do that, but it's really expensive. And Joe Rogan was like, why Why make it bulletproof? And Elon was just like, because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the question. Yeah, exactly. And then Joe Rogan proceeds to say, I think I could pierce it with an arrow. Because he's a bow hunter. And he's got these like serious like Rambo bow and arrows that will like kill a grown elephant you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah yeah and he goes no i don't i don't think so so they go out to the garage and elon's like i'm not worried about the truck joe i'm worried about that arrow bouncing back and stabbing you dude and he's like all right well i'm i'm willing to take the risk and he shot that thing with a high pressure crazy bow and it didn't even scratch it, it didn't even put a dent nothing it, it went tank and cracked the tip of the arrow because it's cool. Because it's cool, dude. Like, yeah, because why? I mean, I could see, like, I guess politicians that want to be like, hey, you know, there's people that want to kill me, but I'm also trying to save the environment, right? So let me get this Tesla truck and roll around in it. Like, So the good news yeah. is uh, we're out here with a truck that's saving the environment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you can't shoot me. Right. Unless you shoot the windows. That's right. <laughs> but I'm Elon Musk, so if you try to shoot me, my windows will be bulletproof. That's right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's got the cash that he's... Any Anybody that's attempting to go to space and making bulletproof electric vehicles, like, yeah, he nobody's getting to that guy unless he wants them to get to him. But yeah, I thought that that was crazy interesting. You mentioned Elon Musk, and it just triggered uh, triggered that interview with him and Joe Rogan. And it's funny, as you know, when somebody can have whatever they want, he's 
when you get to that rich that like you don't even ask like he was on the joe rogan podcast and you know that he's just so used to getting whatever he wants joe mentioned his favorite kind of pizza and elon was like can we have that right now and joe was just like uh i mean yeah we can i can order it he's like great i'm hungry i haven't had lunch let's do it and joe's like all right telling his guy like get on the phone and order pizza but it wasn't even like it didn't even register to him that that was a weird request. Like we're in the middle of a podcast, dude. And he's just, Joe's like, I love, I don't know. It was something he was talking about how much he loves anchovies, which I've never had. I'm not a seafood guy, but he's like, yo, I love anchovies. And maybe it was pineapple. I forget, but that sounds right. Don't quote me, Joe Rogan. Don't come at, don't at me, Joe. But anyway, I think it was anchovy pineapple. And, uh, I think Elon was like, yo, that sounds good. Can we have that? Like, just, just like, yeah, I want it. Let's go. Like, Joe was like, okay, let's do it. Just like when Joe was like, I could po- pierce that with an arrow. And he's like, all right, well, come on, let's go. They paused the podcast, went downstairs into the garage. And, on camera. Yeah, yeah, and put it all on film and videoed him. Pink, right. Dinking that arrow. Like, it was nuts, dude. It was crazy. Well, I'll tell you this, buddy. Yeah. Uh, he, he definitely... Uh, he definitely is a kid in a candy store yes and guess what like people might hate him people might love him whatever but yeah. i i feel like if we were that rich rich yes i'd probably be the same way yeah i i can't put myself in sh- i've never i can't even fathom the amount of money that that man has so i can't begin to put myself in his shoes and wonder what we all like to say we'd be different i wouldn't act that way but there's no way in hell you can say that until you've walked a mile in that dude's shoes Well, here's what i can tell you yeah. and i've said about this before is that if i was that kind of rich even yeah. like not even that kind of rich but like I had like, you know, I won a multi-million dollars. Yeah. Right? On Thursday. On Friday? Yeah. And I had a million dollars plus in my bank account? Yeah. On Friday? Yeah. I would still be at Save Mart getting my Friday freebie. Yeah. <laughs> that's who Savage is. I'm not changing. Well, and that's how the rich stay rich. Absolutely. They do not spend their money. Like, that's the way. Elon wasn't in there with a big giant ass gold chain, crazy watch, like a $3 million suit. He was in jeans and a t-shirt, hey. but he did roll up in a bulletproof truck. How much yeah. money does that guy have? A billions, yeah. Hey, guy has billions in his fucking bank account. Yeah. And a $12 haircut. Yeah, absolutely. And asking Joe Rogan to buy him pizza. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was. And you know, the funny part was Joe was like, yo, get it from Sal's up the street or something. It's the best. And he goes, but damn, they're usually really busy. How hungry are you? And he's like, oh, just tell them it's for us. And here's the other thing about being that rich is you get haters. Elon went, uh, yeah, no, that's probably not a good idea. Don't don't tell him it's for me. <laughs> He's like, just order the pizza. Don't tell him who it's for. And then Joe went, oh, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a there's that side of things too. When you get that rich, like there's probably a lot of people that want to piss on Elon Musk's pizza. You know what I mean? Like, the pizza made me sick. Yeah. And there's only one antidote. Yeah. Antidote. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought that was kind of funny, but it's interesting, man. Like you can't fathom that that the rich people problems, right? That's a different. It's something I've never. I got broke people problems. There's difference. Oh, I hear you. But you know anybody? But you got a nice haircut. Uh, yeah. You know it's still great clips. But Listen, they, they raised their prices, right baby. Yeah, I'll just tell you <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, at twenty I'll just bucks tell you right now. Yeah. That if popularity and finance yeah. was based on haircut, yeah. you'd kill Elon Musk. Kill, I just want you to know Elon that, Musk. bro. That's a compliment. 
Well, listen, I know there's no video in this podcast, but I didn't say anything when I came in this morning. I wanted to unveil something yeah. on the podcast. So I'm going to do that here. Now, I know we don't have video, so I'm going to talk while I'm doing it. So you see, I've got a little black case here. Mm-hmm. I am unzipping the black case mm-hmm. to reveal mm-hmm. that I am now officially old. I, on Thursday, got my first pair of glasses. Mm. Now, I don't need these glasses particularly, so these aren't reading glasses. This is long distance vision, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say, mm-hmm. for, for long, like driving. Yeah. Wear it for driving, wear it if I'm sitting watching TV. If I was to go to a Kings game, to the ball game, I would wear these. Um, so I don't know if we did. We talk about me going to the DMV and renewing my driver's license and taking the eye test on this podcast. We had talked about the vision thing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I did the eye test and it was I was a little bit disturbed because what happened was, you know, they go read this line. Okay, good. Now cover up one eye and read the line. Okay, good. Now cover up the other li- eye and read the line. And at a certain point, I covered up my left eye to read a line and I missed two or three letters. Mm-hmm. Not enough to where they're taking my driver's license away or telling. She was like, do you wear contacts? I was like, no. She's like, well, you missed a couple letters, but you're good. Here's your new license. You're good to go. But then I got concerned. So I, I pay for I pay for medical, right, through uh, uh, vision, through my wife's work. It's cheap. But I'm like, you know what? I've never had a vision test in my entire life. So I went to Target Optical, had them do the vision test, and they're like, you know. The best in optical. Is it? <laughs> well, you know, Costco also does optical. I had oh. options. I had options. Beautiful yeah. options. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Target Optical, and they do the test, and they're like, you know, you could do progressive lenses um, where, you know, they work for your long distance and when you're looking down and reading something. I don't really think you need to go there yet. It's not your close-up, your reading's not that bad. It is a little off, but distance, I think this would definitely help. So I've never thought, like, I don't have trouble seeing. I'm never, like, driving, squinting, trying, you know, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But it was insane when they, so when you do a vision, have you done a vision test? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when they put that thing in front of your eyes. Another example of... Uh of a how if I was rich, I wouldn't change. Yeah. I get my vision test and I go to the optometrist every year. Yeah. Just because I pay for it. Yeah. Like okay. It's, I, I, yeah. I, that's mine. I yeah, earned yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to get it. So I go to this. Absolutely. Year. Yeah. Yeah. If you're paying for it, shit. Yeah. That's, and that's how I kind of felt. And I'm I like, am paying for it because I am working and they pay for it or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. that's, it's, oh, give me what I'm owed. It's part of your salary, baby. That's yeah. Right. Absolutely. So when they, when they, so when they put you in front and they go, okay, look at this picture. Is it blurry? And I go, yes. And then they go, what about now? I go, yes. And then they go, what about now? And I go, holy shit. All of a sudden it got like crystal clear. So the best way I could think to describe it is I really don't need these glasses, but do you know that film you get on the inside of your windshield? Oh yeah. Uh, when you've been running the air, the heat and it, and it kind of fogs it up a little bit. And you don't really realize how dirty the windshield is until, you know, you wash your car one day, you get a bug up your ass and you wash your car and you get the Windex out. You do the inside of the window and the outside of the window. And then you get back in the car and you go, holy shit. You're looking out your your front windshield going, whoa, look how much clearer and defined everything is. That's what these glasses do for me. All of a sudden I got these glasses, I picked them up and I put them on and it's like, whoa, like, I didn't realize there was there's a little bit of a blur and a little bit of a haze that is now gone. Everything is just really defined and really crystal clear. My wife keeps catching me sitting and just looking at my hand, <laughs> like putting my hand in front of my face, or I'm like, 
you know the old joke on Saturday Night Live where everything's better on weed? Like, have you ever seen this TV show? Yeah, yeah. But have you seen it on weed? Have you ever, you know, have you ever had a hamburger? Have you had it on weed? Well, now I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put my glasses on. Like, oh my God, wait, we're watching uh, whatever. We're watching reruns of The Office. Hold on, let me go run and get my glasses real quick. Oh my God, look at The Office now. Or I'm driving right. my car. Look at that sunset. Like I'm walking my dog. Oh my God, look at that beautiful, you know, full moon tonight. It's just insane. But what I noticed when I put them on, I, I don't know if you notice it when you see it, I feel very R&B. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I should be in Boys to Men. So, Like putting one hand over my ear and going, I'll make love I'm, to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you want me to. Yeah, I feel like I should be in Color Me Bad. Or there's always that picture of the R&B guy when they want to look serious and even more sensitive. They put on the glasses. It's like saying, yo, girl, yeah, I'm sexy, but I'm also very smart. I like to think. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill doesn't have his glasses on. And he's like, yeah, so what we got here, right? The mortgage rates have dropped. It's been four weeks in a row. They're down to 7%. Yeah. And he puts the glasses on and he's like, the very next time <laughs> that I saw your brown eyes, Ooh, your lips said hello. Yeah, I put them on and I, I said, immediately feel a little smarter, which is weird. Yeah. And and immediately I, I, I felt like I needed to change my Spotify from gangster rap to Keith Sweat. Yeah. Like I all of a sudden was like, I need to be listening to R and B. What am I doing? Like what's all this hip hop so shit? The, so the good news is I do have some uh connects in the uh target optometry world. Oh you do? Yeah, and I got I do have some uh I do have live I, I've got a video footage of uh, when you put your glasses on, so Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's pretty much it. That's very, very accurate. I have been just sitting going, whoa, look at this shit, dude. It's, it is. It's weird. Like, I'm fine. Like, I take these off. No problem. I can see. It's just like, I don't know. Like, it's like going from DVD to Blu-ray. I'm going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. it's when you are watching something yeah. in 1080p and then you go to 4K. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. Right? It's that. It's, 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 you can still see it. It's perfectly fine. You yeah. can well, follow the movie. Everything's great. You don't even really realize it yeah. until you see it in 4K and you're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is really clear. Yeah, yeah. And then you walk into Costco and they've got an 8K on fucking 100% oh, display and you're like, is that a portal? <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's a portal. I know. Can I just step in? Like, it is ridiculous. So anyway, I wanted to wait to reveal this on today's episode because i just thought it was funny yeah. quite the reveal yeah 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 i did I, and uh so here's what i'm gonna do buddy yeah yeah i'm gonna take a picture of you in front of the microphone with All your right. glasses on i'm gonna zoom in actually i'm gonna hit the wrong button but let me do my r&b pose we're gonna i'm contemplating how much i how much i love someone right now there you go you got uh, you, yeah you, 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 you got your uh, 209 till infinity post. Yeah, there it is, man. I love it. I'm contemplating our next episode and how sensitive and smart I am. It's DJ Billy A. Or, uh, I'm sorry, you're not even, It's uh, uh, Professor Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Savage. Professor Adams. You already there. looked amazing, my friend. <laughs> and now, dude, it's like ridiculous, dude. Hey, it's, bro. You're, you're an 8K. There it is. Thanos was right. I love the shirt. That's an amazing shirt. Yeah. We need video, man. People can't see this amazingness. <laughs> they Here's don't what we do. For glasses. season seven, yeah. let's both lose oh, 50 to 100 right. pounds, yeah. and yeah. then we can do video. Because we want to be in 4K, <laughs> but not 3D, yeah. right? Yeah. Definitely don't want to be in 3D. <laughs> yeah, we're coming at you, baby. 
So that's the other thing. How was your talking about food and losing weight? How was your Thanksgiving, man? Oh, dude, Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. Uh, did uh, a little something here. Me and, uh-huh. and, and Mama B and, and and Justin did the traditional yeah, yeah. things that we like around here uh, that are uh, certainly uh, tradition and holiday based. Sure. Uh, had a so great you did time. the turkey. Oh, turkey. Yeah. Uh, you know, mashed potatoes, yeah. green bean casserole. Yeah. Uh, a little thing called Hazel's Noodles, which is uh, yes, my, we've talked about yeah, that. My 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 uh, the uh, turkey base, the homemade noodle. Yeah, that we do every year. Oh my god! Uh, Are I, they the wide fat noodles, like the stroganoff noodles? No, like no, so, no, they're homemade noodles with like yeah. egg and and, and and flour, and then so we thinner? roll them out, and then we cut them, and then they dry, and then we cook them in the in the uh, so similar. Are they like a spaghetti? It's thicker than that, but like not as fat as a white, like white egg noodle, which is kind of like, yeah, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it, but they're good. It sounds delicious. Fantastic, man. I look forward to them every year. Justin's wanted them ever since he made them with Papa B back in the day. Nice. So it's, um, so we did that. Um, what a great uh, way to honor pops. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, Thursday night worked out like, wasn't my plan, but it did work out, uh, Niners were on Thursday night football That's for right. Thanksgiving. That's so the right. Niners and the Seahawks, and they absolutely uh, choked the hell out of the sea chicken. They which did is great. They so did. It was a very good Thursday for me. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, the next day we went down, uh, me and Mama B to uh, to Kim's house, hung out with her family. Okay. We did another Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was the first time that I've ever taken Mercy somewhere travel stay in a hotel that kind of stuff oh you've never done that not okay not not uh not um anything like that not like an overnight somebody's house yeah, in yeah. A hotel or whatever like i've taken her places but I yeah don't. so uh that went well it was a good time more turkey more stuff and did yes. hazel's noodles for uh her dad who knew obviously my dad right you know yeah 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 that's how you two connect yeah and then so uh, crazy he was excited to have the noodles and it was a good weekend man and then uh Came home on uh, Saturday night and then right. relaxed on Sunday. And then, uh, you know, Monday, actually, I was up in the county. Okay. Uh, speaking of the DMV, I went to the DMV because I'm trying to get uh, move my uh, the registration for my dad's truck into my name so that yeah, I can get yeah. all that taken care of. Okay. And uh, as I was standing there, it's funny you bring up the vision thing. As I was standing there, like the, uh, as you talked about, you know, they got the eyesight things behind the yeah, yeah. test and I'm like standing there and I'm like, man, my eyes are really fucked up, dude. Like, yeah. That shit is blurry. Yeah. Yeah. And then as I'm sitting there and I'm looking, I'm doing this thing, looking like an yeah, idiot. Yeah. I probably look stupid on the DMV cameras. <laughs> like, but probably everybody that stands there does yeah, yeah. that. They're like, left eye, right eye, camera one, camera two. Is he winking at me? Is yeah, he yeah. flirting yeah. or is he blind? Yeah. And, uh, and then so, uh. And then I realized as I'm sitting there, because the ladies, you know, DMV notorious, like they've even embraced it. Like every DMV I've been in, they have like stuffed sloths behind them and stuff. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. They've just embraced that we're they fucking know. slow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and They're I realized that I'm standing in front of this lady, but they still have like the protective glass up. Yeah. From like COVID and stuff, like the yes. plastic, right? Yes. And I was like, and I took a step to the right. That shit's dirty and as yeah. hell and greasy. <laughs> I stepped to the right. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Like, because it was super clear, dude. Because, I'm not blind. You guys are slobs. Yeah, you yeah. guys don't clean your glass. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. And then uh, this is another my favorite thing. And my mom was there to witness it. It's happened a couple times. But I'm sitting there. She's like, Scott Pittner, Scott Pittner. Hmm. Do you, do you play softball? 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. In Manteca? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. She remembers you Big from somewhere in Manteca. I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, maybe that's where I know you from. But you're very familiar. And I was like, you ever watch TV? Yeah. She's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm, I haven't been on it. I was just, <laughs> that's my favorite movie. You look really familiar. You ever watch TV? I'm not on it. I just yeah. Was you watch The Bachelor? Yeah, that ain't me. But you know, I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah, you ever watched The Walking Dead? I wasn't on it. I just, yeah, I did. I liked it. It was good. But uh, yeah, so then that, and then uh, I uh, had a whirlwind week of uh, you know Tuesday, Wednesday in Tampa, home on uh, Thursday to relax and work from home and get a lot of stuff done. And fr- yesterday, uh, Friday, I, I was in Portland. Yeah, uh, but I jammed it all in there. And, and and when there's holidays in a month, it really. Like they don't let you travel on certain like I couldn't travel sure. that week. Yeah, so it's it, more expensive. So we either had right? to do it right yeah. before or after, and I chose yeah, yeah. after, and I, it was absolutely the right move because I think before the holiday, I think there's probably more travel because people yeah, are like, yeah. "I'm gonna get a jump on the uh, and get out oh, yeah. there earlier." For sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I I flew this week, uh, the week after, and uh, there was parking spaces. I like got the airport. Nice. Uh, three of my four flights, there was nobody in the middle seat next to me. Nice. Uh, so. It was uh, it was it was a good time to go, and uh, but the reason I jammed it into yesterday was uh, now I uh, I don't have any more travel the rest of the year. Right, you knocked it out. Yeah, yeah so I'm so done. You get a little so break. It's, it's December second right now. That's sweet. And so I don't have to travel anywhere the end of uh, the, the 2023. That's awesome. And then only in january i'm only going to go to portland which is a day trip which is not that bad so that's amazing yeah so you get to focus on family and just doing your job here and staying local for a while i, I just yeah. get to focus on not because and, and we've talked about it travel is hard like yes. people don't think it is yeah yeah no it's right? i had yeah. this conversation with the lady who was uh she travels she does um she worked for like i don't know if it was geico or progressive or something yeah insurance uh-huh. but like her job is like she flies she has like a region so it's like california washington oregon like she has to go to all these sites and do something i don't know Shit. what she does yeah but uh she's like yeah all my friends she's my age probably 40 yeah yeah somewhere yeah. in there and uh, she's like yeah all my friends think that oh it's so glorious to get to travel it's like it ain't yeah <laughs> like, like it's cool sometimes yeah, but yeah, also yeah. like you know when you're in the middle of it like like thir- tuesday night was great like i got to tampa at three Checked into the hotel, relaxed for a little bit, unwound, went and picked up my kid, took yeah. her out to dinner. We had a really good conversation. Um, I, 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 In fact, I think I might try to do that more because I felt like we had a better uh, meeting yeah, sitting yeah. over dinner. Sure. dinner's a little slower than lunch. You know? Yeah, yeah, Lunch, yeah. they're like, here's your burrito. Get out of yeah. my face. Here's <laughs> this. Get out of here. <laughs> We're trying to work here. Yeah. yeah. And dinner was like, hey, you guys want anything else? You want this? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, my courses almost, you know? A little more relaxed. Yeah, so, and, and, and it really... Uh, worked well with her so that nice. was awesome that's awesome dude. um and then i came home and then like i know i text you i had to get back to the hotel because I, I wanted to watch the kings and the warriors yes starting at 10 p.m and that was a hell of a game yes yeah <laughs> i was like, staying up yeah yeah that was a good one and then you I, weren't falling asleep during that game dude yeah i text uh, i also text uh, our good friend of the show uh and show contributor yes. the mad cyclone uh-huh. uh because as you know and we talked about from the cleveland trip he's on the east coast right uh, I text him the same day that I text you, and I said, 
Got to get back to the hotel room so I can watch my Kings dot, dot, dot at 10 p.m. LOL. <laughs> yep. And he said, welcome to the East Coast, baby. Yes. <laughs> so uh, listen, hold that thought. I drank a large diet Pepsi. I got to pee. I think you see me squirming here a little bit. Oh, I, I, I th- <laughs> Have you noticed I the dancing? Eye, I thought your eyes were uh, messing no, up. No, no. I, I can see well. Now you but... want me to try to figure out how to pause this thing <laughs> yeah, again? Yeah, All right, yeah, we'll yeah hold on. I'll come right back. Okay. All right. I'm back. I am sorry. My apologies, but uh, I know better than to drink the uh, the large diet Pepsi before coming in, man. That just uh, I wasn't gonna make it, and we don't definitely don't want to get messy in the studio. But I'm back. So that Kings game, you know what was interesting about that is, did you see um, Steph Curry after? It's very disheartened because apparently they're on kind of a losing streak, mm-hmm. and they were winning that game for the first three quarters. And they basically gave it up in that fourth quarter, and that's where they lost it. And the Kings took over, and we won by one, right? It was yeah. just by one. I mean, it was really close. But he was super disheartened, and he was like, to be winning the whole time, and then to give it up at the finish line like that, like, I don't know, I don't know what to think. I don't know what's going on here. Like, he was like, and then I started to kind of think about it. So he's 35. Right. Uh, who are the other big starters? Clay, mm-hmm. I think, is 32 or 33. But coming off of multiple injuries, right? And then, uh, and then, who's the other big guy on the team? Draymond Green. Green's not young. No. Nope. Uh, who's the? I'm trying to think. There's another though. There's another big name. Is it the point guard? No, no, not the point guard. Uh, oh, they have Chris Paul. Paul, 38. Yeah. So I mean, you know, hey, listen, 33, 35, and 38. If you're if you're just uh, you know a, a realtor or a, or a or a chiropractor, you know, young, plenty. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. Go out and play softball with your friends, golf, whatever, you're fine. But in a in professional athlete terms, you know, I don't want to say it's over, but especially 38, you're you're nearing the end of the road. Like what LeBron James is doing uh, at 38, 39, however old he is now, is that he dominates the way he does is pretty freaking incredible. But he's a specimen. That's like a one in a million. So when you got three or four guys on your team that have injuries that are all at the you know i hate to say coming to the end but they're they're close to retirement age as far as professional athletes go when you're putting the best of the best of the best up against each other there's always somebody younger waiting in the wings to knock you out and the kings are young right i mean as a whole a pretty young team so i think come that fourth quarter the Warriors were probably just tired. The Kings were keeping up with them the whole time and pushing them. I think they just ran out of gas. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, I'll say this. like, So you have – so Steph Curry is yeah. one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA. Yes, 100%. He is, he is probably the best shooter of all time. Right. Um, statistically, yes, um, agreed. I would say this. He I changed think, the game a hundred percent, and yeah. that's the difference between an icon and not an icon. Right. Steph Curry changed the game for sure more than anybody in our era. Yeah, has changed the game. Yeah, yeah. You have people pulling up from thirty-five, shooting off screens. That the whole, entire game is, you know, each 
every team puts up 30 to 43 pointers a game. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. because of the Steph Curry era. That didn't happen before. No, absolutely yeah. not. No, no. Teams would like teams would be like, hey, we got 15 up today, but they're, you know, getting it down to their center and he's like banging around. Yeah, yeah. Michael it. Jordan didn't change the game per se. Like when they talk about Jordan, like he played the same game that everybody else was playing it. He just played it at a level that was beyond. Like Michael Jordan changed the game because his era was the first era where guys like him and Dominique Wilkins yeah. started to play above the rim. Oh, Oh, that's true. Good you know point. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you think about the greatest dunkers of all time, right? Yeah. Like Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Kenny Skywalker. Yes. That's that era. Spud Webb. Yeah, Spud Webb. Insane. Right? right? Yeah. Where before you had guys, you know, doing the three, you know, the the three point thing. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not the three point, the the three stance thing. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. I forget what that's called. It's yeah, like I know what you're talking thing. about. Like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson weren't known for dunking. Right. Yeah, they just did. That's right. they could. Yeah. But it wasn't happening. Right. It all wasn't that showtime. Often. No. Oh no. No. Like no. That. Yeah. So they changed the game in that way too. And, and that's so, true. I hadn't thought about that. So anyway, Curry, Curry single handedly. Yes. Beat the Kings. In Game Seven of the playoffs last year, right. he put up fifty. Yes, yeah, right. If Curry right. doesn't go nuts, even though the Kings played bad, they still could have won. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. know, and and in the couple games this year, I think the second game where the Warriors beat the Kings, they won because of Curry. And nobody else really did anything. Right. Like they're okay, but like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and, and this game, same thing. Yeah. Without Curry, though, they are average. They're not in, even in the right. Thompson is good, but he's he he's you can tell that he's. He's uh, slow, and yeah. he's changed, and he's different. Um, and I can tell you this right now. I, 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 I'm not going to say his name, but I have a good friend who is a huge Warrior fan, one of the only f- Warrior fans yeah. that I know uh-huh. um, pre- you know, he's been down. He's a true fan. He didn't just jump on the bandwagon when they started winning games. Right. Right. Got you. Yeah. A real fan. Yeah. So, anyway, he, he's t- he told me he's a... Like, this is a quote. Kind of sad watching Clay, like Griffey and Willie or Willie at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just because it's different. Like you, you see guys, and I and I and I said like, kind of like Jerry Rice on the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. just stop. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not who you were. It's and, so hard to walk away for those guys right? and like imagine life outside of that. You've Especially when you're at the pinnacle, like the guys that put in the, you know, the quote unquote 10,000 hours, right? Right. But it's way more than that. Like when to get to the level of a Jerry Rice or a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan, that's something they've been doing it since they could, you know, they always say he came out dribbling a basketball or he came out, he was born kicking a soccer ball. But that's right. that's so true, dude. Like these guys, it's all they know. Like it's all they've thought about and focused on. So then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, guess what? You don't get to do this anymore. Father time is a bastard, man. Like you're done. Like, so yeah, well, that's why, why do you think so many of them go into like, oh, I'm going to third base coach or I'm going to announce or I'm going to be a, you know, I'm going to. Well, they want to be around the game and I get that absolutely. It can't be easy to like put, to, to do nothing else. And then all of a sudden be like, no, you're done. Like I think Griffey is a great example. Like he was already, he's a stud. Like, I mean, such a sweet swing, like crazy, but what? What could he have done if he would have stayed healthy? What would those numbers look like? Like it, they're already nuts. Like, hey, I tell you this, man. There's just a lot. Of, there's a lot of those you could go around and, and be like, "What if?" You yeah, know? oh, hundred percent. Like Bo Jackson's another one. Like, what if he doesn't get hurt playing football with the Raiders? What would he have ended up? How many records would he have smashed? Or how many World Series slash, 
you know, NFL championships would he have won? Like, we don't really know. But yeah, all those guys, like, especially when they get injured and are forced to stop before they're ready. Like, it's one thing to just be like, all right, I'm 40. I've been doing this forever. It's time. It's not going to be easy, but it's time. But if you're 29 and you keep rupturing your Achilles or you bust a knee and all of a sudden they're like, doc, that's a career ender. Oh my God. What do you do? Like if you're not ready, like crazy dude, crazy. But yeah, I was thinking about that when I, when I was looking at the King stats and I started looking at those guys, ages going like, I think their dynasty's almost over. Like, I mean, they had, they haven't won a championship in a little bit now, but you know, it's, it's, they're coming to the end. I think of the, the, I well, I, I think that they, you know, they they did some things that. Um, the thing is, is that when you get to that point, it's it's um, roster management, right, right? Right. And you can go on runs like the Giants went on a run. The Warriors had a great run. Yeah. Right. But the only way that you can have continued success. Yeah. For a long period of time. And the only people that I've seen done it is one team. Um is the Patriots where they won what five titles or something right. like that? Right. Yeah, yeah, five something like yeah. that. And, and and they were willing to let people walk. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you I helped you win a Super Bowl. I want this much money." No, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go right. go get your money somewhere else. Right. We're going to keep Belichick, we're going to keep Brady. Yeah. We're going to protect him and then we'll figure out the rest. Right. And, and it worked. And, right. Yeah. Like cuz I mean, you you look at Let's take the Giants, right? Because I'm going to have more information on that. You, you got your Buster Posey's, your Bumgarner's, your Lincecum's, your yeah. Brandon Belts, your Brandon Crawford's, you know, the core of that team. Yeah, yeah. Right? And from 2010 to 2014, 2015, they were great. Right. You right, know? Right. Lincecum fell off a little bit. Then he sure. came back. But whatever. they were The core was great. Absolutely. Yeah. But then at a certain point, guess what? That core needs to get paid. So now you're paying Brandon Crawford like... You know, a hundred and eighty million or whatever. Right. But now he's older. Yeah. And he's, you know, you're paying, you pay people for what they did, not what they're gonna do. Right. Well, the Patriots looked at it different. Yeah. I never right? thought we of had that. you. Yeah. And you did what you did, and we appreciate you, but we're not gonna pay you for what you did. Right. Because we know that you're declining. Yeah. And that's a hard way to look at it, but yeah. that's the truth. It right? worked for him though. Yeah. Right? I never even thought of that angle, but that's pretty genius actually uh, yeah that, that's yeah. how that's how you maintain your roster right yeah but then you're gonna have people that get pissed because people are gone and why didn't we save to keep this person right and baseball is different than basketball this was different than football and i get sure all that. sure There's, it's not a it's not a foolproof you know this is plan easy, right? yeah it's not bulletproof right? yeah and, and 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 there's and there's guys that do well like take the cardinals for example like oh you nasty's a huge cardinals fan yadier melina was elite an elite catcher until he retired. Right, right, right. So yeah. keeping him around was important. Buster Posey was retired young because he just didn't want to beat up his body. Right, yeah. I mean, 10, 10 years, but I mean, he was still a stud when he retired. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like Crawford fell off. Belt fell off. Yeah. Bumgarner fell off hard. Yeah. Lince, you know, they, and, and they didn't re-sign Bumgarner. Right. Because they felt like he was going to fall off. And he signed a massive contract with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. And got cut this year. Yeah. And the second they cut him, the Diamondbacks started heating up, and they went to the World Series this year. Right. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I kind of wanted the Diamondbacks to win just because Bumgarner would have got a ring because he was on the roster. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So no, it was a great game. It was fun to watch. Um, it. Uh, the only problem was that uh, 
the Kings came back and won, like you said. By the time that happened, though, it was like 12.30, 12.45, and yeah. I was like, I should, I'm, I'm excited now. Yeah, yeah. To, Tough to, to sleep. take my ass to bed. Yeah, you're amped. That's that adrenaline going. Right. That was one of them games, man. The, and the Kings have a lot of those, but damn it, man. Edge of your seat the whole time, man. But yeah. So yeah, so that's awesome, man. It's a great Thanksgiving, lots of travel, but you knocked it out, and now you're home for the remainder of the year. Yeah, and can I? I want to yeah. say one travel-based thing. Yeah, Not, it's 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 an entertainment thing. Yeah, but I'm gonna turn the music down because it's very important. Yes. You want to know what pisses me off? I do. What 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 rubs you the wrong way, Savage? It is clearly not that hard. Uh huh. I mean, I know it's a lot of work and you have to have the right people, yes. but it's not that hard to make something that's great. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daredevil and The Punisher yeah. are so fucking good. You're talking about the Netflix yes. TV shows. Yes. They are so good. I started rewatching The Punisher yes. on my travels. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Absolutely. How hard is it to just make a good show yeah. and not screw it up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's possible. It is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, say what you want. Like, The Mandalorian is good. Yes, it is. It's entertaining. Yes. Some episodes may be slower or whatever. Yes. But it's good. Yeah. Like, why, outside of Loki, has yeah. everything been subpar? I think, and this is just my opinion, but I think they started to feel like they had a, just a license to print money. Like if we slap the Marvel logo and these characters, people love these characters enough that they're going to turn out for it. We can just churn this out and people are going to be like mindless zombies. They're just going to tune in no matter what. And in a way, I guess that's true. But what's happening is, yes, we're tuning in. But we're also chiming in and going like, what happened to the quality? Like, where's the quality? Like, really? Like you said, Mandalorian's good. Some episodes are slower than others. There's a lot of good, but not a lot of like Daredevil's next level shit. That Daredevil TV show was mind-blowing, groundbreaking. Uh, just like, I, I think I've said it on the podcast before. It could have, he could, Daredevil could have not been a superhero. Let's just take the Daredevil equation out of it. It just could have been about a guy in Hell's Kitchen who is a lawyer by day and vigilante by night just trying to take people out, but maybe he didn't wear a costume. I still would have loved the show because the writing was great. The acting was great. The characters were developed so well. It was gritty. It was dark, but it still had moments of lightheartedness where you felt good. It was just well done. And they weren't cranking it out to coincide with a movie. They weren't cranking it out to build this universe. They did do other shows uh, and they did connect them in a way with the Defenders, but they weren't trying to build this massive giant world that was going to connect to the comics and the video games and then turn over into the movies. Or if you don't watch the movie, then you don't have to watch the game. You're not going to know what's going on in the TV show. And if you don't watch the show, right. you're fucked on the movie. It was just, we were just trying to make a good show. Whereas now, Marvel did something that's never been done with this connected universe for that 10 years up until Endgame. No one had seen anything like it. And so now they got to keep that shit going. And it's just like, I'm afraid to say the quality's dipped big time. I feel like since the Disney Plus shows, it feels like the end of Endgame was where the Disney Plus shows really kicked in. And that's where the, the quality really started to go. I think they stretched themselves too thin. Right. And they were counting on the fact that we just love fucking Marvel so much that we'd show up. 
but we are like i said we're showing up but we're showing out we're talking our shit like a lot of those shows were just okay i'm never gonna go back to the hawkeye show i don't care if they make a season two was it good yeah was i entertained sure that doesn't necessarily mean it was great hey you know different strokes was good too i was entertained by it i'm not clamoring to go watch it again you know what i'm saying oh, webster shots fire webster was good you know i I, it, I loved it but you know there's difference there's the cosby show you know and i know bill cosby's frowned on now but that's a classic show there's you know lucille ball and then there's full house you know what i'm saying there's uh-huh. classics and then there's just okay yeah that was good but you know it's not blowing my mind and yeah that's why I'm so nervous when they start talking about there's problems with Daredevil, the new Daredevil. And I'm like, my biggest fear the whole time was they were going to Disney it up. That show was dark. That show was violent. There was murder and bloodshed. And Disney has not done that yet, really. So, I mean, I know they allowed like Deadpool and all these shows to be on the channel now, but they haven't made anything like that. They just announced that um, the was it the echo the echo show is going to be basically r-rated whatever the tv's version of r-rated is they're going to do it dark uh so maybe they're realizing they need to make a shift but i you know i don't know man yeah it hey look they just had their biggest failure ever with the marvels right biggest box up marvel box office failure to date uh nothing's done worse than this movie and you know it's kind of sad because what i'm reading i'm gonna watch it when it comes on disney plus uh, but what I'm reading from everybody is that actually one of the funnier Marvel movies and actually a good movie, but the villain sucks. That's what I've read overall. That's the overall consensus from people who aren't just, I hate Brie Larson or Marvel. You know, you get those people. Marvel right, right, is right, right, woke right. now and all Marvel cares about is putting gay characters and women and, and people of color. They're not concerned about a good movie. I'm doing air quotes here anymore. I don't listen to those people. Fuck those people. You know, I don't care what they think. I, I, I like to find those people, those middle of the road people that I feel like watched it and are being honest. And, and the general consensus of what I got for the Marvels was, you know what? The special effects were good. It was one of the funnier Marvel movies. The chemistry between the ladies was good, but boy, what a wasted villain. The villain sucked. And that's what I've heard. But hey, the, the people didn't go. You know, right. they're, they're done. They're fed up. Just like you're saying, how hard is it to make something good? Well, it's now showing in the numbers. Well, there is one good, and that's Loki season two. That was excellent. Absolutely. 100%. I, uh, and so I, I finally did finish it, and I know that you were ready to talk yes, about it a couple yes. weeks ago, but yeah. we're there now. So uh, yes. let's close out uh, season six, episode one with the Loki show. Absolutely. So I think I may have said this. By when, the way, spoilers, if you haven't watched. Spoiler alert. Uh, please watch it. This was great TV. If you're If you're... A little disheartened as Savage and I are about what's going on with Marvel right now and the TV shows, this, you will walk away feeling better about Marvel's situation. Because uh, as I said earlier, I felt like nothing has connected. I couldn't see a path. And I do feel like now they've got a couple of options, but there's some paths. Um, I loved this show. I think this is hands down for me the best Marvel TV show. Like, uh, I, I really liked um, WandaVision. Enjoyed that show. Up until this point, I'd say that was my favorite Marvel show. This is now my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show. The second season of Loki is, for me, the best Disney Plus Marvel show. It's not even close. 
not even in, the other shows aren't even in the ballpark. I I loved the story. Uh, I love the fact that uh, they added in Ki Hu Kwan, who played Data in the um, Indiana Jones movies, is now back. His character is so lovable and so funny, and I felt like he stole the show a lot. I think that, uh, gosh, Tom Hiddleston and, gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, oh, wow, man. Owen Wilson. Okay, wow, I, have to, wow, I have to do an impersonation wow. before I grow Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston have such great chemistry together. Their bond and their relationship that shouldn't be, they shouldn't be friends, but they are. It's just so good. And then, of course, I know he may be getting canceled. We don't know yet. But the actor that plays He Who Remains or Kang, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors is incredible. And I think in this season, he just upped the ante because he's playing He Who Remains before he knows He Who Remains. And he's stuttering and he's confused and he doesn't quite know what's going on. But then he also plays the He Who Remains that we've seen before, who is smart and all-knowing and is very aware. And he plays them so well. Um, well-written, well-acted. I didn't know what was going to happen or where it was going. I loved the ending. I loved that they gave Loki a great character arc and, and a beautiful send-off, you know, he, he kept saying for the longest time that he wanted a throne. He wanted to sit on the throne. And, you know, we'll talk about that. But he finally got his throne. But it was not the way you had originally thought he was going to get it. And it, I just thought it was beautiful, man. I, I enjoyed There wasn't a moment. This is the first Disney Plus show where I was rushing home. Like, is it? I would tell my wife, like, is it Wednesday? Oh, no. They don't air till Thursday or whatever day it was. But like, shit, got to wait, got to wait. I was ready. Like, waiting for it to be the day to click and get home from work and sit on the couch and watch it. I I was on board 100%. Loved it. Loved it. How about you, man? Uh, I thought it was uh, very good. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Definitely one of the best. Lo- the Loki show, one and two seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's no knock to see. Season one was great. Yeah. I didn't know where that was going either when, yeah. when we were watching it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's, it's, it's certainly good. And, and, and and I, and I do one of the things that I think is 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 pretty great. I think if you think about the whole totality of it all, right, is the um, the uh, how do I say this? The overall character arc of Loki. Yes, from absolutely. where he started as a just a awful villain from Asgard. Yeah, yeah, was, you know, who just cared about the come up. Like, just take me, 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 I, 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 what can I do to make my life better? That's all he cared about, being, having a throne and ruling and just being a kind of a prick. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I just to, from from the, the Loki that we knew in the movies. Yes. To the end of season two, the uh, transformation in the character arc has been pretty amazing. Like, I really enjoy Loki as a character. Yeah. And, you know, I think what's beautiful with Marvel is... They always kind of have a plan. And with Loki, you could always kind of see this coming. Like even in the movies, there are moments in the Thor movies where Loki and and Thor team up. Even though we know in the end, Loki's going to slip away or do something that's more for himself. But he starts leaning towards wanting to help and wanting to do the right thing. After the first Avengers, where Hulk stomps him into the dirt, you know, and says puny God, you know, and, and whoops him down from that moment on, he's still looking out for himself and still trying to come up, Mm -hmm. but he, he starts to slowly start to see, 
I guess it would be chinks in the armor. Oh. Yeah, you start to see that he's got some soft spots, that he's not the asshole all the time that they want him they want that he wants us to believe he is. And that really comes into fruition once we get to 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 the Loki show. But I mean, even in the end of uh Infinity War, he sacrifices himself and dies right. for his brother. Like he makes the ultimate sacrifice of his life. Uh, which is not something in that first Avengers you would have ever thought was going to happen with that dude. So you're absolutely right. This may be, if I got to go out on a limb, the best character arc of any character, best beginning, middle, end of any character, most fleshed out, maybe. I haven't really thought about it, but I don't know if any other character, because they're, most of them are all heroes, so they continue to be heroes. Um, I would say if I was to think about it top of my head and I can think about this more, we can, yeah. if it comes up or if anything changes in our mind, I would say the other person I would put right there with him is Thor. Yeah. Because Thor, the first f- few, a uh, couple of Thor movies were dark and not funny. And right. Like he was just yeah. like, I'm a God. Like, right, right, know, right. bring me another. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And to get to a point where he, you know. He, he then becomes more personable, falls in love with Jane, still a hero, hits yes. rock bottom. Yes. Puts together new Asgard, gives up the, the power of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now just traveling space with the Guardians. Yeah. Good point. Good point. He's got a pretty amazing character arc, too. So that's interesting. So Thor, not the best movies. Like, really... Ragnarok's great, but other than that, the Thor track record for movies isn't great. But you're right, his arc mm-hmm. from the the Avengers to the Thor movies to all the way up until Love and Thunder. Yeah. He's run he's gone the gamut watching his mother die, losing his father, watching his brother die. Right. Uh getting emotional when he in, in Endgame when he uh puts on the suit and goes back in time to yes. see his mother. Yeah, oh yeah, that scene. Even though there's humor to it when yeah. his mom's talking to him and she Eat goes, a salad. Oh, oh honey, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's so good. Like you're absolutely right. So it's interesting that those two characters who are brothers mm-hmm. and united would get the best arcs because I don't think anybody else, not Spider-Man, not Captain America, not even Iron Man, who was kind of a prick in the beginning, like he's a rich playboy, right? And then he falls in love and gets a family, but still, he didn't make that much of a shift. He was never like an asshole. He wasn't so different. He was still a smart ass at the end, right? With the tongue-in-cheek dialogue, and he was witty. He's still pretty much the same guy from the first Iron Man to when he dies in Endgame. Uh, I, I wasn't that surprised that he sacrificed himself to save the world. Like I could picture that first guy doing that as well as the guy in the end. So I think it's interesting, yeah, that the, the, the two best character arcs in Marvel are the brothers, but they have not necessarily been in the greatest of movies. Like the Thor movies are not beloved, except Ragnarok. The first Thor was not bad. It was okay way to kick things off. The second one is regarded as one of the worst Marvel movies ever. Like, you know, and I didn't Dark World, I didn't think it was that bad, but a lot of people did. And then Ragnarok amazing, and then you all know what everybody thought of Love and Thunder, you know. Not not great. So I mean, yeah, that's interesting, man. So big man suit of armor, take that off. What are you? Genius billboy, playboy, philanthropist? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. God, you gotta love Robert Downey Jr., right? Uh is there but, a more perfect casting ever I, for I, yeah. I, I, that's what I mean, we've talked about it. You know, we talked about, you know, all these alternate universes and stuff, right? Like I, I don't think like 
I just I cannot see Tom Cruise playing this character. No, right? I just wanted to see the alternate him. I don't want a full movie of Tom Cruise as Iron Man, but I did think it would have been a beautiful nod and funny to see him for a moment in uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But you're absolutely right. I don't want a whole movie right. of Tom Cruise as Iron Man. And I know they were considering him initially. So maybe we'd be talking different if we had only known Tom Cruise as Iron Man. But God, our DJ is so good. But anyway, we're getting off track. Loki. Uh, well, I'll just say this, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to drop a couple uh, Easter eggs on you. Did you see some of the Easter eggs that were available for the... Uh... I haven't seen anything online, so hit me with them and I'll tell you if I noticed them. Okay. Yeah. So did you... Let's start with Ouroboros. Yes. He dropped multiple Easter eggs. Okay. Did you see them? I don't know. So right. at one point, yeah, he did something... Uh-huh. And then he looked at the thing on his belt. It's right. the same thing he had on his belt when he was in, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out. The, um, you know, from, from, uh, Goonies. Oh shit. The, the, like the, the utility, utility belt. belt that yeah. he wore. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh my God. I love I'm so disappointed in myself. The Goonies is like one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. my god! I'm that's awful. So he had awful. the utility belt. Yeah, and he like looked down to grab something, and it was the same utility oh, belt. Oh no! Also, at one point during the movie, there's it's very oh, subtle. now I got to go back and it, watch. It's very <laughs> subtle, like down in yeah. his little room or whatever. Yeah. They're like he's looking for a part or something, and on the back behind this thing where they're looking, yeah, the white pinstripe Yankee hat is hanging on the edge of. Uh, his Indiana Jones yeah. hat. Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't see. Did yeah. you catch these initially? No. I, I saw. I remember the belt thing, but I didn't. I didn't put, put two, two and two, two together. together. Yeah. I remember like, oh, oh, he's got a utility belt that he's helping or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so lost in the show. He's or a science. That's the thing. It's so good, right? I'm not looking for Easter eggs. I'm just like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? But what a breath of fresh air he was. There. Everybody loves the comeback story. I'm so happy for that guy because in every interview, he's so happy to be where he is. He can't believe that this is happening to him. Like, imagine being in two of the most iconic movies of the 80s, The Goonies and, uh, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and then basically never acting again. And then all of a sudden you're winning an Oscar. Like you're in an Oscar winning movie and then you're in a Marvel show. Like I'm just so happy for the dude and he's so good in this. Like I loved him to death. So more Easter eggs. Oh, absolutely. What do you got? So, um, in season two, episode one, Casey, uh, you know, Casey is the, uh, I don't know if he's uh, Hispanic or like, let's see. Does it say he, he, you know who Casey is though? He's the, yes, the like, other guy. I know that, he kind of looks Hispanic, but also looks he, Asian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he helps, he helps the, uh, Ouroboros character. Like in the, he's like a science guy kind of, yeah, like, but he's yeah. also like, he's like kind of does what, uh, what? Mm. So his, the actor's name is Eugene Cordero and he play he portrays Casey Hunter K five E. Yeah. K five. Yeah. So anyway, in the first episode, I don't know if you remember, but he's got those like headphones on and like when he's flashing back, like he's got the headphones on. Right. When uh, Loki's time slipping around. Yes, I remember so that. episode one, he is listening to a podcast and he talks about that, uh, that uh, it's about mindfulness and meditation. Yeah. Do you remember him talking about mindfulness and meditation? Yeah, 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 yeah. The podcast that he was listening to is called Staying Awake. 
which oh, is the shit. same exact podcast that Stephen Grant was listening to in Mood Night. Oh God, damn! No, I would have never caught that. Like, there's, dude, who's catching this stuff? They, these are like hardcore. Like, I would have never. There's, dude, I didn't even remember him listening to a podcast in Moon Night. That's deep cuts right there. That's like. These are hardcore people. Like they'd have watched these episodes ten times each. Like uh, in season two, the uh, the temporal loom when it zooms in on the door to the TVA center. Uh-huh. Right. There's a big X on it. It's for okay. X. It's just like the X Men door. Oh, uh, didn't catch that either. I remember seeing it, but I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, no, I never. Yeah, I don't connect these dots. I'm not this hardcore of a fan, but these are interesting. Like now, I may go back and watch again just to see if I catch some of this stuff. This one is is I didn't like so in the uh, in the end of I think it's the first episode. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, yeah, at the end of the post credit, the only one I think there was a post credit scene is where you see Sylvie in a field. Yes, yeah, there was only in one. Broxton, Oklahoma. Yeah. Right, which is where she ended up being, where the McDonald's was, yeah. and she created her alternate timeline life. How good is it that she chose to go back and work at an old school McDonald's? That's but so she's good. standing there in this field in Broxton, Oklahoma, and I was like, man, that just seemed like there's got to be something behind that. Right. I but, didn't know what it was. Right. But I apparently in the in the comics, yeah, Broxton, Oklahoma, uh-huh. is where, where Thor comes back and rebuilds Asgard. Oh. Interesting. Not in, like, Interesting. Because uh, in the movie, they put it in like Norway or something. Yeah, they're right? like By in Alaska or something. In it's really cold. Yeah, yeah. But in the comics, he actually rebuilds Asgard in Broxton, Oklahoma, which is the relevance to why she's. They put her in that. Yeah, area. she's a Loki. So it would make sense to that. Yeah, okay. Which I would have never got. But oh, I, but, hell I, no. but I knew that there was a, like, this is just too random. I know? read Spider-Man comics as a kid, but I was not a big Thor guy. I always thought Thor was kind of nerdy. So the movies have, like, kind of changed my ideal of what Thor was. But I always thought he was kind of, you know, the long blonde hair and, you know, flying around with a hammer. I never was, like, as a kid, I was never like, I'm going to be Thor, you know? No, I always wanted to be Spider-Man. <laughs> Another one that they said, which, and this is, what, that, this is what they read, they said, I don't know if this is related or not, but in... The Spider-Verse characters were time glitching, which yes. is very similar to I remember time that. slipping. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not sure if this is related because we got multiple multiverse stuff going on. Yeah. But time glitching is very similar to time Did you slipping. see the sequel to Across the Spider-Verse yet? I, I have yet it. to watch it. I want to see. I loved the first one so much. I can't believe. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I don't th- know if it's streaming anywhere yet or not. I want to watch that, though. Anyway, yeah, those are those are awesome Easter eggs, man. And and things that you know, when I rewatch this, I'm definitely going to keep an eye yeah, out for. I got now. I got to go back just to see that Goonies utility belt. If nothing else, I love the Goonies and, so and much. And so, it, just as far as uh, closing it out for the you know the finale, and and it's I absolutely hate that it's only six episodes, man. It goes I know. So quick. I don't know what 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 happened to nine. Like what happened? Like I don't. I mean, I guess if, if all they need to do is tell it in six, then why not just make like a Loki movie and just put it on Disney Plus and let us watch it as a... I think that would have worked every bit as well as a two-hour movie, as a as an episodic TV show. You're not going to get less people watching it if you do it that way, I don't think. But maybe it's more valuable. You know, they got to think about advertising and airtime and stuff like that, I guess. So, huh. But yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed it, man. But yeah, as far as them closing it out... I thought it was genius because i remember that before you get to that i remember when we kind of talked about it because i hadn't seen it you said you weren't really sure and then you stopped then you were like okay now i see where they're going with it and i like it yeah 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 
Yeah, yeah, because Loki basically, they kill He Who Remains, who was basically holding all the timelines together, and then he then basically takes his place to, because they can't, the whole series, they're trying to figure out how to control the the loom or whatever it is that they're... The temporal loom. The temporal loom. Because the, the temporal loom is basically like a... Uh, like an adapter. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is able to control alternate timelines. That's and keep, keeping all the timelines from skewing and, and, and imploding on themselves and being destroyed. And they're trying to save all these people's lives in these timelines. And basically what He Who Remains was doing is he's like, yeah, I'm an asshole. But if you think I'm worse, wait till you see the next guy. Well, when Sylvie killed him, she left that gap open for the next guy. And the timeline started falling apart because he wasn't there to help it. So Loki realizes when they can't fix the temporal loom, because pretty much the whole time they're trying to figure out how to fix it and make it right. And Loki realizes with the time slipping that he can go back in time and back and forth. And no matter what he does, he can't change it. And there's a great moment where he goes back and he learns like science and he learns how to do all these things. He spends thousands of years trying to get this right and cannot do it. And his final outcome is is that he's got to be the he who remains. Basically, he becomes he who remains. He takes his place on the throne, and there's an amazing scene, really beautifully done with the CGI, where he's grabbing all the timelines and pulling them in and holding them all on, and he brings them all together, and then he sits down in his throne to just maintain and hold it down. And I just thought that that was so beautiful. The ultimate, again, the ultimate sacrifice, right? In, in, in Infinity War, he, he dies for his brother to save his brother's life. In this, he sacrifices his freedom and his life to keep everyone on these alternate timelines safe. And I thought that was beautiful. And then they kind of leave it open. Because right now we don't know if they're going to keep Jonathan Majors around because he's had some allegations of some kind of i believe it's sexual assault or or maybe it's domestic violence towards a girlfriend but we don't know apparently I, I keep hearing he's guilty but then i also hear uh he has text messages and proof that he did not do this so i don't know what's going on with him but i feel like marvel left it open like they had the people in the episode saying like okay there was one problem with a low uh with a he who remains on world 668 or whatever but they handled it and that was ant-man and the lost quantumania where they squash and take care of that he who remains and then they're basically saying the rest of the he who remains are not aware that the main one's gone and that loki has taken over and as long as they can make sure that they're not aware everything's good so they've left this avenue where yes the other he who remains could figure things out and come back and attack and i think that's where we're going to go and then that's where we get secret wars where all these different timelines are fighting and so you're going to get the old Spider-Man's back and you're going to get all these heroes from different... There's a world where we could see Captain America again, where we could see our DJ as Iron Man because it's the different timelines trying to stop their Lokis. Uh, or, excuse me, stop the He Who Remains Kang. So I think... I hope that's where we go. For me, I hope that's where we go. But there is a world where Jonathan Majors goes to jail. Or they, they just can't work with him because he's done something horrible to a woman. And then I don't know where it goes from there. So I'm praying that, because I love Majors. I think he's incredible. I think he's a great actor. I don't know him personally what he's done. You know, guilty until proven innocent, right? Or innocent until proven guilty, I right. guess. is the. So I don't know. But I'm for me, I, I feel like the direction is 
Secret Wars, fighting off Kang, keeping Kang from figuring out what's going on and stopping him. Uh, and I hope that's where we go. It feels like that's where it's leaning, but I don't. There's a little bit of a question mark because of Jonathan Major's personal life. So a couple things that uh, I, I I I had heard or that I had read, and so and I wanted to follow up on because. Uh, so you know how he's, I mean, exactly like 11 years later, this is what Loki wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. sit on a throne. Right. That was his, uh, they, they go back to the first episode where he talks about wanting a throne. Yeah. It's in the first episode, Loki, season one, he's talked, he talked about it, right? And to Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And I also really liked when he learned to control the time slipping. Yeah. And, and like when they had to like redo the thing with Jonathan Majors to to get him out there so that he could put the thing in the loom and he's like again yeah again yeah yeah <sighs> again yeah faster so, so faster. I thought it was so well done man I just think that was brilliant writing well put together show right genius uh, so the other thing too is and I don't know if you saw this when they back out the camera turns to the side and it reveals the new shape of the branches and it's a tree. Yes. So that's the, um, and I don't know how to pronounce this, but uh, it's Y-G-G-D-R-A-S-I-O Gragsdill, mm -hmm. which is a huge thing in Norse and uh, Asgardian history. I heard, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's the center of all reality, the home of the nine realms, including Midgard, Earth, Asgard, and everything that ever existed. Right. So he is sitting on the throne of basically everything that existed now holding the holding everything to the uh Gregg's drill or whatever yeah and it became that symbol of of asgard and north norse mythology because that's a part of his world i did i did read that somewhere actually it's pretty cool yeah all that little stuff where you've got to be so deep into it to get it like that's not a like i've never oh it looked like a tree i caught that but I'm like, no, nah, I could have go, oh, that's an Asgardian Norse mythological tree. Like, I mean, I thought it was implied. So. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's just like so many little things like that where you have to have read every comic book and be so into it. I'll never be that into it. Enjoyed it. Loved it. I'll never be that I'm into it. I'm spread too thin to be like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have time for that. There's people whose job it is to figure this shit out. Not that ain't my, I ain't, nobody's paying me for this. I'd love it. If you want to, I'll get into it. That won't be a problem. You want to send me a check? I'll figure out all that Norse mythology. That ain't gonna be a problem. I'll, I'll put figure my. Out I got my glasses part. on. I can get smart real quick. <laughs> Don't make me, man. I'll do it. All right, man. Season six, episode one. Episode one underway. Yes, sir. In Excited. the books. I know. Before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to see in this season? Yes. Um, Yes, we need to do the cipher. You and I talked about oh, that. Yeah. That's going to happen this season. The people want another jam. Yes. Uh, by the people. I, I want to do more nasty lyrics of the week because I love music, and I think that's a great way to spotlight artists by sharing a verse that we love from them. I ha I don't think I did one. If I did, it was only one. I think I did one in season five. So I'd like to go back to doing more of those because I think it's a great way to spotlight an artist that we have respect for. Mm -hmm. So that, the cipher, and guests. I think we've been saying this now for a long time but bringing guests in getting the guests back in here and uh talking with people and having conversations bringing somebody else into the conversation okay yeah well let me just tell you this buddy yeah um the biggest thing i want to see from this uh season there's multiple things but the biggest thing i want to see is for sure is i want i want to figure out the guest thing 
Yeah. And I don't know how we're going to do it and, and we can figure that out. And yeah. And, and, and I think the hard part is, and, and we could talk about this off the air, yes. but I think the hard part is just, it's just timing. Yes, absolutely. We all got crazy schedules. And lives, so yeah. so we're going to have to figure that piece out. But I mean, that's something that I'm going to make a uh, priority yeah. to do. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I know that uh, we got to try to figure out, uh, maybe after we get out of the holidays, figure out a, a way to get some of this merch done too. I've had a, several people say yeah. they'd like to get some shirts or some hoodies yeah. and stuff so they could support. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. There's a Me lot. Too. There's a lot of good things to come. Yes. Um, I've got some good. Uh, we, I guess, have some good ideas uh, for some uh, some drafts and some conversation and things like that. And uh, should be good, man. I'm excited. Season six off to a roaring start. Yes. Uh, yes. You know. Absolutely. I mean, you yeah. look studious as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The glasses, man. I'm telling you, it's so. It's a different animal. All right, yeah. man. Get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, I will see you in the 209. Peace. Season six, baby. Yes, sir. Out.